Hello? Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. We don't know that at home. <laughs> he can't. He can't hear. I don't have the sound going back to him because it'll repeat. We were just yeah. playing the theme music, and you talked the whole way through it. <laughs> <laughs> not your fault. Not your fault. All right. All right. Oh, <laughs> it's man. okay. I edited in something, anyways. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's just to amp up the guests to get oh, them ready. Oh my god, that's good stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Well, uh, hello, everybody. Whoa. Welcome to the podcast. We're back from vacation. That's right. Know. This is the Confederacy of Dunks basketball podcast with me, Freddie Rivas, and uh, Matt Duncan. How's it going, Matt? I'm doing well. Thank you, Freddie. Welcome back from uh, the Big Rock. What do they call it? The Grand Rock? Uh, the Rock. I think it's called The Rock. Yeah. yeah I was in Newfoundland <laughs> with my mom. Isn't that Alcatraz? Um, isn't Alcatraz well, the rock? Oh cool. yeah, Alcatraz is the there's rock. There's also the rock, the wrestler, the rock. but there could be multiple Yeah, rocks. there's also the rock, the movie. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Right. The guests are already uh, talking, so let's just intro the hell out of them. Um, but that, the, the rock is set in Alcatraz. That's why it's called the rock. Oh. You know what? Fair enough. But why is well, the wrestler I'm, called the rock? Yeah, why is the wrestler called the rock, huh? Do you have, do you have an answer for that, Ennis? Yes, because his favorite movie is uh, Birdman <laughs> of Alcatraz, starring Burt Lancaster. <laughs> In which they call the movie, uh, call the prison The Rock. Is that true? Oh, yes, absolutely. Ennis, I love you. What? Okay. I love you uh, too. Coming from Brooklyn, he's in a bath, he's drinking some rose, he's oh. wearing a hat. Give it up at home for Ennis Esmer. Do I freestyle rap it? <laughs> Man, do you do what you've been doing because it's <laughs> great. I'm tough. It over? <laughs> it's over, yeah. That's all I got. Those are my hot bars for today. That's the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> it's been a wild time with Ennis trying to get in the bath, and um, it's a hot day, and he's, he's in the even hotter bath. Well, it's been, I've been sore. You know, I've been anxious, so this is really nice for yeah. that. i got a nice lavender bubble uh, solution going. This is great. It's going to be it's gonna be a relaxing time. Hopefully, at some point, you're going to send us a photo yeah. with a, a bubble beard. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a humble request. Um, I'm on it. Let's uh, let's bring on the uh, the next guest. This, uh, this dude's awesome. He's a wicked DJ. Also has lived in Brooklyn. Um, co-creator of the uh, famous Boozy Fade, which uh, if you don't know about, uh, that's your loss. It's an amazing place. It's an amazing thing. Uh, give it up at home for James Rathbone. Yo, this is really exciting. I'm not in a bath. I'm uh, yeah. sitting with these guys, but. Uh, I, hopefully that isn't my detriment or the detriment of the podcast. I mean, I'll say it's a little less flashy. Yeah. But uh, I didn't good. know we could be doing things like that. You know, I guess we would have brought some kind of tub I could sit yeah. in, perhaps. Ennis, you know, he like he feels comfortable, right? So he just takes things, takes things well, far. The thing. I, I respect I can't, that. I can't be... First of all, let me just say I'm a big fan of, of yours, James. I oh, didn't realize you. you were that James Rathbone. Oh, thank you I am a much. humble member of the group. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm on the wrong side of 30, so I'm kind of... Uh, the wrong side of 35, so I'm kind of, I stay back a little bit because I feel like a real old head in that group, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm glad and you like it. I, any, anytime I need to weigh in or, or check in to see what people are saying about rap-related things, I go in there and it's great. So well, big fan. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Boozy yeah, Fade. So you got that going for you. Boozy Fade is the single best place on the internet. 
Oh, thank you. Thank and you. Uh, I don't know if you're still accepting new members. We but... are, for, you know, for until uh, Mark Zuckerberg tells us to stop. Okay. Yeah. So Zuckerberg, <laughs> if you're listening, join Boozy Fade, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone would welcome you with open arms there, and uh, there'd be no gifts making fun of you or anything like that. Yeah, pro- I mean, probably not. No, no, we'd, we'd, we'd rip you to shreds. Yeah. You hear that, Zuckerberg? Um, <laughs> yes, I don't know. I don't know where that was but, or what that was. But, um, you know, we're doing this on a Facebook Messenger live call, so I feel like that's probably... He's here. Really yeah, you hear that? You're really, you're really biting the hand right now. Ooh, He's uh, tapped in, am, for you know? sure. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe I like that. Um, is, it, is it okay? I just wanted to clarify. I, I'm in, I've done the show a couple of times in person, but I figure if I can't be there, I should be doing the furthest thing from being present and dressed <laughs> and not in a tub. Which is being in a tub uh, and not present. Whoa, that was like poetic. <laughs> I, I'm beautiful. trying to th- that like that that sentence was like a palindrome. Yeah. That like where much. you're just in a tub. You know what I mean? Right, beautiful. Right, get a load of the transcript. Order it from the website. See it in a mirror. It reads back the front. It's great. That's enough out of me. Let's talk sports. All right. Well, you know what? That's a, that's a good transition because we got a new segment. Um, Matt Duncan, the. Uh, the beautiful man that uh, helps run this podcast. Um, I don't know if it's the tub talking, but I definitely agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the tub's talking. Let the tub talk, a, you know? A handsome slice of cake, that one. But this Thanks. is a segment we call um, Tell Me Something I Don't Know. Yeah. So, uh, Matt, why don't you tell everyone something we don't know about Linus Claza? Oh. oh dear! Did you know that he was nicknamed uh, TVL amongst the Nuggets? Because of the way he came to life when uh, the games were on TNT, ESPN, or ABC. Wow! Wow! No, that's very. Yeah. That's a very specific nickname. Yes. TVL. It's, it's also kind of a non-plument, like. It's a, yeah, it's a kind of a, it's a backhanded nickname. Yeah, it's an insult. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, c- hey, congrats, man! Yeah. You watch a lot of TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I don't think he comes alive when he watches TV. When he's on those networks. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I thought yeah. it was like a full no, on yeah. like he's watching. Oh, he's watching TV. He's getting jacked up. Like, oh, man. <laughs> no. He's been watching Jeopardy for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting small forward. <laughs> um, that's pretty great. Is that you got anything else for us? Um, it's OK if you don't. Well, just like if if that was the high point of his career, the low point of his career was the Raptors using the amnesty clause to waive him. Mm, yeah. That was it for him. I it. like that. You know, it's a bit of an Amnesty International moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You hear that, right? Mr. Zuckerberg? <laughs> yeah. We're talking shit about Linus. Um, okay, let's start. Let's start talking about Raptors. Would you hit that sting, Matt? Um, Anis, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with this question first because uh, we're kind of talking about it online a little bit. Yeah, um, I just give you a heads up. My answer is gonna be very relaxed. Ooh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Each sip of rosé is gonna make him just like more baritone. <laughs> it's nice because there's I, there's notes of something woody in there, you know. Oh, wow. oh god. Okay. Yeah, I think I think maybe a little oolong tea is hitting the back of my tongue. Oh, wow, <laughs> sir, you are Wait a sophisticated a man. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, okay, Greg Monroe. Raptors just signed Greg Monroe. Oh, um, what's not to like? What's not to like, right? Uh, mm. Scoring center, not a shot blocker, can't play team defense. Um, you know, the league has kind of passed him by a little bit, but he's clearly still very skilled. Uh, do you think he's the 11th 
guy or is he the 12th guy? The reason I'm saying 11th and 12th is because of Norm Powell. Norm Powell, um, yeah. Yeah, where, where, where do you rank Greg Monroe? Yeah, what's your thoughts on the signing? Is he going to be a big part of the regular season? Well, I got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond to that question with a question of my own. Talk, can you talk to me about this team defense business? He's not a good defender? In no, general? no, he's not a okay. good defender. He's not he, he was bad. He's... He was bad in the Drummond days. Um, right. Brad Stevens, you know, um, yeah, everyone knows my Brad Stevens opinions. Yes, but no, Brad does. Stevens did bring out the most in him, and it wasn't yeah. much. Uh, he right. didn't see a lot of playoff minutes, and he didn't fit okay. into the Celtics' defensive system. So maybe he can play a little bit of D, but he's definitely not a shot blocker. Right. Okay. So well, I'll tell you what. So he's a, he's a double double guy who doesn't get uh, who doesn't do as much as he could with his size and potential there. Yes. Is that about right? That's about right. Okay, yeah. so I mean, on our team, I'll tell you what, three years ago, we were signing Jared Sellinger and he was going to be our starting power <laughs> forward. So the fact that we can sign somebody who was at some point, I mean, he's only 28 years old as well. Yeah. Which I looked up, which uh, telling me something I don't know about Greg Monroe. <laughs> I thought he was in his 30s. He's only 28. <laughs> I think uh, he's the 11th man. And I yeah. think that's because we've added yet another guy that kind of is in Norm Powell's way. Yeah. Whether or not he makes any big strides this year, now you have Miles and Anobi, uh, Green, and more than DeRozan, Leonard is in Powell's way as well. So it's not like he was going to take minutes away from him, but I just don't see Norm getting much run, even if he shows flashes of putting it all together like he did two years ago or continuing on that trajectory. And Monroe kind of spells the end of Bebe, I guess, in a Raptors uniform. Yeah, Bebe's gone. I would say yeah. so, yeah. So and if we need some size and offense and someone doesn't get bullied, maybe Jonas is in foul trouble, maybe it's just to throw a different look because he is kind of – he's big and, and can get to the net and score, right? So there's yeah. there's definitely good – good, uh, and we got him pretty cheap. I think it's amazing that a guy like that is now picking us because we look like a winner and – you know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a, we're definitely moved on up to be able to sign a guy like him to not necessarily play huge minutes because we don't need him to. We've moved on up with the Moose. Yeah. yeah. James, yeah. Did, did you know that that was Greg Monroe's nickname? Moose? I, I did not know that. The Moose is yeah. loose. The Moose is loose. It's kind of a cool nickname. <laughs> it is a cool nickname. Just because it's like, I mean, a, it's very Canadian. It's very yeah. Canadian. Yeah. It works for Canada. It's like, how did it, how did it not come up when he's playing for the Bucks? You yeah, know? very good point. It's yeah, like, you know, point. you know what? I'm calling somebody from the box and demanding an answer. <laughs> they fucked up, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah not do, surprising. Do you think he's the, the 11th man, 12th man? Does it matter? Uh, I would say, I'd say there's like a lot. This team, if it lives up to its potential, and there's a lot of question marks, even you know, uh, because I think that. We saw Casey was pretty inflexible in a lot of ways, and I think Nick Nurse is going to be trying a lot of a lot of shit. So yeah, I I feel like um, I feel like Monroe is kind of he, he could get a surprisingly large amount of minutes depending on how tired Serge Ibaka is on a given night because Serge Ibaka you know has the conditioning of say an average man. Yeah, no, an yeah, he doesn't have a lot of gas, and uh, I think like I mean. I'm not fully on the board that like Serge is totally useless at this point. Although who knows how he'll be next season? Uh, oh, we're 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 gonna we're, get there because I'm, sure we'll I'm, I'm majorly of that opinion. Yeah, but uh, I think Monroe is almost more like Serge uh, insurance more than anything. That's interesting because if uh, like he could play some power forward, maybe. Well, no, no, some, like he's still centering. Still, he's center, still, yeah. like, but I think so. We have, we don't have. You know that much in our front court, ultimately, right? We've got JV, yeah. We've got Pascal, 
we've got Serge, and we've got Greg Monroe. Yeah, and it seems uh, like we have OG. You're not counting OG in there, too. It seems no, like well, OG. Like, yeah, I'm hoping OG's our starting power forward. Yeah. But, yeah. I, yeah, at the same time, really, we've only seen that at the at the Summer League. Yeah, so. and, and it's, I mean, that only works, uh, which works a lot, granted, but that only works in not, where you're playing non-traditional kinds of teams, right? Like, yes. you're playing somewhere where there's, like, a, I don't know, um, Let's see who would wear some traditional power forwards. If there's a Porzingis on the floor, you're not right. going to put OG on him. For yeah, example. but you could put you could put Siakam on him, no problem. For sure. I'm, I, I mean, he's going to cause problems, but yeah, I think like the there's going to be a lot of ultra small ball this year. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, but I, just getting back to Greg Monroe, it's like this is a total like win-win. There's there's absolutely zero. Oh yeah, it's like a feather like, in the cap signing yes, exactly. for sure. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Ennis was alluding to like you know before we'd be like Greg Monroe, and now we're like oh sweet, we have like a bunch of extra talent in case yeah. somebody gets injured, or we have like a situational thing. Yeah. Like oh man, we need someone to expose Jason Tatum in the post. Yeah. Okay, Greg Monroe can back him down or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, the one thing this makes me think about, though, is all those teams this year in the draft that drafted big men, what are you thinking? Yes. Like, I've been saying that the whole time. And a a lot of people are like, oh, we got to trade into the draft and get this big that will be irrelevant in two years. And I'm like, "Uh, I don't understand. No, it's... Like, are you watching this league? It's like, it's OG, it's Winslow. Those are the guys that you should be How much should Brooke Lopez get? From the Bucks, like oh, I don't not know, a lot, twenty three dollars or something. Yeah, yeah. These days of being paid well are over. Yeah, and I, mean, I think that that's also kind of um, I, I think contributing to like the fact that we were able to get Monroe mm-hmm. because man, there, if you look at the amount of centers and big men who still have skill who are yeah. just not going to be in the NBA, Trevor this Book year, is playing in China. Yeah, there's lots of guys who three years ago easily had a spot on an NBA team. Not only that, we're getting paid. $20 million a yeah, year, but totally. if you ended yeah. up with the right, you know, if your free agency broke at the right time. Timothy yeah. Mozgov, for yeah. example. Exactly. Yeah, Mozgov, Noah. You'll get the money he was making. And guys, I don't know if it's because the um, essential oils from the salts I put in the bath. Seeping in, yeah. Go ahead. Seeping into my pores, but um, James, the names you listed as being of our front court, they, they make me very calm and very relaxed, I think. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I actually they think should. we have quite a deep front court. I think Siakam and OG could potentially be, if not next year, in the next couple of years, all-stars in this league. Oh, man. And I think that Jonas, I think what Nurse has said about Jonas, and given the intel we have about how much Nurse was sort of the engine behind getting Jonas to expand his game beyond the three-point line, etc., our, our backup center is Serge Ibaka. I think we're in pretty good shape. I 100% agree with that. So I think I'm actually excited about all that we can throw at teams and the times where we go ultra small and fast and defensive and Siakam's at the five against who knows, you yes, know, whatever the opposing sure. lineup is. We have we have so many different versatile looks we can throw at other teams. And that just yeah. makes me feel very calm and soothed. Yeah, man. Stay with calm. A, stay with soothed. A hint, yeah. With a it, hint of Manuka honey. If you start getting Beautiful. jacked up, like either we've like unlocked a new like Ennis level yeah. or, yeah. or it's like the podcast is falling apart. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, it's like we're shooting for the moon regardless, I think, but yeah. yeah. Um, just self care though, guys, self care though, in your punditry, self care. Yeah, um, just to answer my own question, I think like, uh, as far as the 11th, 12th man, it's a made up question by me. So it doesn't sure. matter. But, yeah. uh, I, I, I think Norm is going to get a new crack mm-hmm. under nurse for sure. I don't think he's going to beat out right necessarily. Um, but I, I I'm also not, 
not fully sold on the fact that Nurse is going to run all these like multiple point guard lineups, mm-hmm. especially when you know he's going to be hiding DeRozan less, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's not there. But the, we don't have a lot of players that we need to hide. No. So there might be some situations where height is what we're trying to do. Yeah, and and with Serge being the backup center, I also think there's going to be times where Serge under nurse Mm -hmm. is closing games over Jonas. Oh, definitely. And I Mm -hmm. think that's because Jonas is obviously a really, really good rebounder, but he's still going to be slow in the pick and roll. Yeah. And he's just not, he's not going to be fast ever. Yeah. I mean, Um, it's the, the, the death lineup archetype. It's not not JV in it. Exactly. And Ibaka, you know, has rebounding issues for sure, but I think he can still really time out shot blocking. Mm -hmm. And unless we need offense, which Jonas is going to be our go-to i don't see monroe having a lot of situations but um i think he'll play obviously but i think norm is gonna at least have a little bit of time to hopefully maybe prove himself yeah i heard Uh, he had a concussion this year did he that's what i heard but i don't know if that's true wait do you mean earlier in the season when he got bounced yeah and oh and they didn't say that like that's what i heard and i don't know if there's any truth to it well they do uh, the nba i mean every league has a bad reputation of keeping concussions under wraps because and that's yeah. kind of why. And then once the bench mob got settled, he never really had a chance to even like hmm. uh, get back in. So I, I mean, the, he doesn't. He, I mean, that's he doesn't have a lot of moves, and he's kind of been solved. But if he can yes. add another move or two, then you know he could definitely be productive again. Okay, hopefully. Uh, you know what? Let's start with you, James. Um, the Xmas Day snub. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Raptors don't make it again. Mm-hmm. We're first in the East last year. Um, we got Kawhi, biggest trade of the offseason. Kawhi is, you know, at the very worst, most people would say a top seven player. Yeah. Um, uh, very, very famous. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a shoe deal guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the Raptors got 15 uh, nationally televised games. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if those two work together or what exactly this means for, you know, the Raptors being less of an outpost of the NBA and more of a relevant team. Yeah. But Kawhi is going to be newsworthy whether he's a disaster or has an MVP year, but yeah. he's going to be getting interviewed like crazy. People want to know his, his story is of mind. So do you think, uh, like, do you take that Christmas day thing as a snub? Are you like kind of like, Hey, it doesn't make money for ESPN. Why do we care? Yeah. Or yeah. Well, where, where do you land on that? I, I like, I, I'm of two minds. Uh, the first mind is like, as a fan, I truly don't care. Uh, it's like, I, I watch a bit of Christmas games you know like i'll I'll tap in here or there but it's like ultimately it's not i mean it's christmas it's like there's a lot of other stuff going on you're not like me trying to escape family to watch every single game well like i can't you know it's just not (laughs) even possible you know i got i've got multiple households to be in and all this kind of thing so it's like like i mean it's just like a it feels kind of manufactured, the significance of it, I, I suppose. Oh, it's manufactured yeah. for sure. So it's like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Every aspect. But I'm like, I, I eat it like a I like a spoon? Oh, well, sorry. I don't know. That analogy really like fell a, apart. Like a, like a Christmas turkey. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Exactly. I eat it like a Christmas, Christmas turkey in a hot bath. Yeah. So, um, but on the other, okay, my here's my other side of it, though. The part that I'm like a little bit wary. So what I think uh, is the like greater cause of this year other than say winning a championship is basically giving Kawhi the feeling that he is a true star in yes. Toronto. And so that us not play on Christmas potentially doesn't do us any favors. Yeah. It may not matter, you know, on balance, but it, it's, it's one more th- like sort of knock on Toronto. Uh, and again, 
if we win a championship, if he gets an eighty million dollar shoe deal or whatever, it may ultimately not matter. But that's, no, that's the one thing. It does that matter really, though. It's like, uh, like the part of the Raptors arc is this is this battle for relevance. Yes, and that's that's Masai's major thing. You mm-hmm. know? And this trade he made was a major relevance move. Yes, it's like, hey, the Raptors made the single biggest move of the year. Yeah. Um, even though LeBron went to the Lakers, yeah. this moves bigger. Yes. You know what I mean? It was it was. Well, what are the other teams playing on Christmas? So we got Philly and Boston battle for second sure. in the East. Sure. Um, yep. We got uh, uh, we got the Lakers and um, sure. oh, Lakers Warriors. in Houston. Well, is it Lakers? Lakers Warriors? Warriors. Lakers Warriors. Lakers, Warriors. Warriors. Okay. Yeah. I mean Houston, that one just OKC. makes it's it's LeBron versus Golden State, right? Yeah, okay. I mean, he could have he, he could have maybe got us a game if he was on Toronto. Oh yeah. Um, we got we got Houston. Um, OKC. Are, are you looking it up now, Matt? Or you? It's Houston. Yes. You got uh, the Bucks at the Knicks, which is the yeah. which is the one we should be in. Yeah. I mean, that's that's Giannis versus Porzingis, right? Yeah. that's all yeah. that is. And, and New York is New York. And New York you know? is New York. Yeah. OKC at Houston. Did you say that yet? Yeah. Oh yeah, and OKC Houston. That, that, that's a great a, game. Isn't jazz Trailblazers. Yeah, there's a Jazz Trailblazers game yep. which we could Jazz. Yeah. Oh, that's honestly a good, that's a new low for Raptors fans yeah. who are like we deserve to yeah. be in the Jazz getting in there. Like Mitchell's exciting. Gobert's Lillard. cool. They're a good um, team. Will, yeah, I'm Will. surprised. I'm surprised Raptors Spurs like isn't a game that's played on Christmas. Quite frankly, like yeah, yeah that would be like a oh you know everything's gonna be okay. Look, no, it's yeah. like pop and Kawhi hugging. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. it's Christmas. Um, yeah. Oh no, that like, would have been a really good narrative move. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not even like I look at this thing, and obviously it's one of those things we can have fun <laughs> feeling bitter about. You Sorry, know I, mean? I just gotta say. Should they not get Adam Silver to dress up like the Grinch for like a bit? <laughs> for a bit? Like, I know that's mean spirited, but I mean like if like he was involved, he got to write it or something like yeah. just yeah. for like a fun bit. Sorry, oh, yeah. continue. That's like his everyday look. What do you mean dress? <laughs> no, but I mean enhance his features even like really go for it. You know, like, yeah. I like sorry. that idea quite a bit. Give him a small heart or whatever. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, sorry. You know, it's it's one of those trumped up things that we like to. Say you know, uh, it gives the Toronto fans a chip on our shoulder yeah. to think that we're not getting any American validation. And again, maybe it's just being in this tub. But all I can <laughs> think about is that our players get to be home for the holidays. Yeah, I'm sure if you're a, you know? a media member who follows the Raptors, you're like, thank everything. Yeah, that I'm not, yeah. you know, working on Christmas Day. And I guess part of it is you know, it's a lot of like I, New York and L.A. Uh, had been lacking in relevance for years, but those are hot cities. People always want to watch, you know, there's celebrities at the game and things like that. So I don't know. At this point, it's like, well, it is what it is. You know, I just feel like it'd be cool to get on American television. And we've done that with these 15 games. And I don't know. I don't know what else we have to do. Like we could get into the NBA finals truly and not have a Christmas game next year. Okay. I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump topics here for a second because I want to tell you guys my Kawhi spiracy. Okay. Mm. Cause we've been kind Ooh. of dancing around it. And <laughs> I, I usually don't indulge myself this much with mm-hmm. conspiracies. Um, I've, I've definitely done it with the Giannis coming to Toronto thing. Like those are all building blocks in my head and I think he's <laughs> going to come. Um, yeah, especially with Kawhi coming here, mm-hmm. but that's, I've, you know, I've talked about that on the podcast and I'm, you know, I'm always redundant in general, so I better <laughs> chill, but, um, okay. Check this out. So Toronto needs to be relevant. We get Kawhi part of Masai's plan, um, is, is knowing that Kawhi, uh, is about to get dumped by Nike. Mm-hmm. Um, he got refu- only well, he, he's already been off. Off. He's already. It's done. Like it's, it's done, right? It's yeah. Done, yeah. So, yeah. so, but but did that happen before we signed him? 
just after just after just yeah. oh yeah but so, it was like already written but oh it was you, already written yeah, yeah because he, he he wasn't want he didn't want to be on that contract like it was right. a really small contract um so you know again like i'm i'm pretty like shoe culture is always my biggest blank spot and agents mm. um when it comes to the nba and, and how much of an impact it actually has because it has a huge mm -hmm. impact but i think that masai and drake mm. are going to work together to get um, Kawhi a shoe deal this year while he's in Toronto. Because that's a major relevance thing. The rest of the league will take note, especially if it's like a big amount of money. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they're friends. Drake mm -hmm. is friends with Jay-Z and Jay-Z just, is it, what is he running? Puma now? Um, mm, Puma, it won't be Puma though. Puma doesn't enough money for it. But yeah, but, uh, have, but a, they need a flagship guy, right? Yeah. And Nike they, has turned Kawhi down. They can't, they can't afford Kawhi. Like they're, yeah. because like, so like, uh, so you're think, squashing my dream. Here. Well, okay. it, not necessarily. I think it just has to be slightly modified. Okay. So, uh, here, like here, here's a couple of things. First of all, uh, there, there's a interesting question right now, whether, um, push a T it seems destroyed Drake's Adidas deal. Like, so the, the story of Adidon, right. It's like, like Drake may, maybe off Adidas. Right. So I thought. So, so Drake's going to form his own company and sign Kawhi. No, I, oh, Jay, he okay. said, he's going back to Nike. So the the interesting question is whether uh, Drake can use his Nike contacts to get like a proper Nike deal for Kawhi. If there's room on Nike for Kawhi, it just seems like because the, they did it to Paul George too. Like mm -hmm. Nike, like it seems like they have they have all the power in this situation where they, they have so many stars that are like we don't need you. Yeah, I mean, originally I thought what was going to happen was that Drake was going to help him sign to Adidas, and then Drake could use like a Ka Kawhi to distract from the fact that Pusha exposes baby mama. Right, and that would be like it would be like a mutually beneficial situation. Uh, but he, I, I like I, on uh, Astro World. Drake says like uh, I'm about the check, not three stripes. So I, he, the Adidas okay. thing might be done. Okay. That said, I still think that if it, it, the shoe deal is what it's about, and yes. and and ultimately, uh, like Adidas, it's it's not to say that Drake won't just help. Kawhi celebrity enough that Adidas won't come knocking because that's really what's lacking right now right. for Kawhi. Put him in a video. Put him in a video. Bring him out at concerts. Yes. You know, whatever. Get him. Uh, introduce him to celebrity women. Yeah, whatever it takes. You know, all, all we need is a picture of Drake putting. What do you his, mean, like for him to date celebrity women? For Kawhi to do, date, have a celebrity girlfriend or something like that. This is so strange to me. This whole this whole thing. But I know. It's, it's, this is how it works. Does, it's, are, are, okay. you talking in, are you talking in the context of conspiracy, or do these seem like actual steps that might be undertaken? I started this Leonard as conspiracy, this but yeah. I feel right. like there's some reality to all of this, well, right? Does I mean, Kawhi Leonard need the help, like Drake's help, to get a shoe deal? Like, can't they go get him one? If they think he's saleable for shoes, like well, isn't it's, isn't the issue here that Kawhi Leonard like drives an old Chevy Tahoe, doesn't <laughs> speak ever, well, doesn't yeah. seem to be charismatic or engaging or attracted to, and I also think uh, that the, like, uh, the the various and sundry and eminently eminently available uh, outlets with which to um, establish his own celebrity. You know but, what I mean? Like there's I, so many think, ways he could have done it. I think San Antonio, though, tried to groom him into a Duncan, and yeah. he never really identified with that. And they moved him away from celebrity. Um, oh, and because that's all he knows, he doesn't know about like he doesn't know about the glamour that is Toronto, where you could just be out in Yorkville and you see 
like a like a like a Lawrence Gowan or like an Erica M or something, where they're just out in the street. And there's famous people everywhere. You guys, you guys weren't sure if I was joking. I think is what happened there. Yeah, because yeah. uh, as soon as you said Lawrence Gowan, I'm like, who's Lawrence Gowan? <laughs> Strange animal, criminal mind. Oh, no wow. Gowan. Okay, I didn't know that Gowan had a first name. <laughs> Lawrence. His name is Lawrence. <laughs> Good to know. I mean, <laughs> you know, like I, you guys I, are talking about Travis Scott. I'm making Gowan references. This is um. I'm aging myself. This is great. Maybe no, it's, it's just because I'm in the tub. But I'm yeah, a big yeah. fan of Lawrence Cowan. Listen, how's the temperature listen. of the water? It's um, I'm going to say it's about uh, 94. Is that? Well, it's is that still hot. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Nice. It's wonderful. Yeah, I got to take this hat off. Thank you. Um, no, but all all uh, clunkers of jokes aside, um, and maybe you want to cut that part out. Uh, <laughs> we're keeping the clunkers, buddy. Do we think like is this a thing that they were they're going to introduce Kawhi Leonard to a world of celebrity that he is heretofore it's, well, been clamoring for that he hasn't gotten it's so uh it's a it's sort of a funny situation because i i think Kawhi uh is actually a better player than most of the like most casual fans have known for some time Definitely. and I, right. i also think he was a better player than the spurs organization really appreciated because mm. you know there's a, there's kind of a concept that I think, or kind of a, like a, an idea that's come out that like, this, you know, the Spurs lore of that has existed and the Spurs success is just been more tied to Tim Duncan than mm-hmm. anybody really appreciated. And the culture, right. I couldn't agree more because been was tied to Tim Duncan more than anyone right. appreciated. And because yeah. Kawhi's it's player over coach yeah. always. And Kawhi came into his, uh, his own probably faster than the Spurs reckoned with. And I think they maybe kind of took it for granted a little bit because he wasn't this guy who they tanked for. He, they, he was a, like a, someone they traded for who exceeded yeah. expectations. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just a Danny Green part right. two. And he, he, you know, wasn't really treated like a superstar there. He was even once he he's won never really MVP, been treated like a superstar, even though no. he has two defensive titles and a finals MVP. And the, and so right. the, the thing about it is that he, I mean, and he, I think he could honestly feel that the Spurs probably didn't push his narrative enough for uh, for him to win MVP in the year that he could have when Westbrook won. Right. You right. know, that's um, a good point. And I, it, I, I mean, my thing is that like. I didn't really ever appreciate how big shoe do- deals are until I heard that he'd wanted one so badly, and I knew that he already had one. Yeah, so- I clued in the, about the Paul George thing a couple years ago because that was a big part of Indiana mm-hmm. and him not being able – and him just get kind of getting like, you know, not star treatment. It was also a big part of the Steph right. rise up because yeah. Nike, you know, there's a whole thing where they showed the slide of Durant yeah, and yeah. walked out of the room. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it really does matter. Yeah, and I mean – Right, um, and it's another revenue stream, and it's exactly. a visibility that's independent from yes. I think the, the and I, contracts. I, I, I honestly think the revenue stream is the biggest part. I mean, I think that right. like Kawhi probably actually doesn't care about being a celebrity. I think he cares about being appreciated. That's what I'm saying. I think it's more about like if he's going to get a shoe deal, it's going to be off the strength of his his play, right? I mean, yeah. But, well, I, but I, I don't think that's enough, unfortunately, because I think that he they do need to sell. They need to sell shoes. Yeah. Uh, so I think that they have to ma- spend a year manufacturing a personality, basically, for him and like make him this silent killer, make him the claw, make him the superhero, oh, yeah. all this kind we of got stuff. It. And yeah. dude, that's where I get back into conspiracy mode where I'm like that Masai knew that when he traded. for yes, Kawhi. I agree. And I think that Masai has a plan yeah. to up. Ko- like he, he's going to 
treat Kawhi mm -hmm. like he wants to be treated in terms of like league wide respect. Yes. And um and yeah, these fifteen national games are a really, really good start. For yes. That. Yeah, for sure. Um Yeah. Okay. And I mean so, it's great that by comparison to San Antonio, this doesn't happen that often, but where we're considered a large market or at least a large city or at least somewhere glamorous or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that could actually raise your profile because this, uh, to a lot of people that follow the NBA, Toronto is still Canada and as such as some weird foreign backwater that they don't really know about. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's it really is truly insane and impressive how much Drake has changed that for, you know, culture in Canada, period. For sure. And if, if Kawhi is going to be integrated in that, I just think he Drake makes up like 50% of Canadian tourism at this point. <laughs> yeah. He must. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, for sure. Um, and it's, you know, it, it, in that. Like he should be knocking like on like Trudeau's door being like, cut me a check of the GDP. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he is the, yeah, he's the tourism brand manager. Like yeah. he's, he's not, he's not just the Raptors brand ambassador. He's Canada's brand ambassador. Yeah. And, and, and just the last little point on the, on the Kawhi trade thing too because i'm not sure if i've said this on the podcast but i've always felt that you know there's a, there's a lot of different things going on but i really think that you know with aldridge and Kawhi, Kawhi in his camp um much like anyone else in the nba wants to go to the finals every year mm -hmm. and i think they looked at golden state they looked at san antonio and they were like okay not happening for four years and i think that's a part of Kawhi being like i want out yeah i want to go to a place where i can help create more success because I'm, I'm really of the opinion that the Spurs totally botched the situation. And for a number of reasons, like they, which are mostly to do with their own sort of arrogance about what they can accomplish because mm -hmm. they win 48 games without him. They flew too close to the sun. Yeah. That they, they didn't, you know, like if Michael Jordan got injured or if LeBron James got injured on their respective teams, their team would have like a meltdown and shoot, try and do everything they could. They would like get a witch doctor in if they needed to, yeah. to, you know, fix whatever. And you don't think the Spurs did everything? And I don't care. think they did. I think that like they took offense when, when he went elsewhere. And then I think at that point with a combination of other factors, Kawhi was like, okay, well I'm out. This is not, you know, yeah. like, okay, you have your culture. I don't need that culture. Like I am that good. And like, I want to go somewhere where I'm appreciated and, and he wants to be appreciated. I don't know if uh, I posted a story earlier today, but um, this is a bit of a weird one. And it's kind of like rumor base. But the Clippers have let go of Bruce Bowen as the com yeah. as the yeah. commentator, <laughs> in-game commentator. And people are saying it's because he bashed Kawhi and that the Clippers want Kawhi. Yes. So like somebody better get Devlin, Leo, mm -hmm. Jack, yeah. everyone in a room. And they're like. Listen, we're treating this guy like the king. Yes. You better yeah. get your superlative superlatives ready yeah. for literally anything this dude does. Because yeah. we're getting the banners ready. Yeah. And we're treating this dude like an absolute king. Yeah. And sure, some Torontonians won't understand that because they're like, oh, he didn't want to come here. But it's like, this is lightning in a bottle and we have to treat it as such. Mm -hmm, also, he never said he doesn't want to come here. He said he wants to play in Los Angeles. He didn't say... He didn't want to come to Toronto specifically. I'm sure he didn't think for a second about, oh, like that's an option. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because I, yeah. I, did you think it was an option even when they were talking about no. Vegas bets? Even when like I did not. Zach came, Lowe was discussing it. That, I still can't I mean, believe it happened. Yeah. I was one of the people that, um, and we talked about this in, uh, ad nauseum on, on the podcast, but I just didn't think there was enough wrong 
with a 59 win team to seriously dissect it. Um, but the, I feel also that the Kawhi trade is basically unrelated to that because you try to get better Mm -hmm. at all times and trading Mm -hmm. DeRozan for Kawhi is a no brainer in trading DeRozan and and Danny Green. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Trading DeRozan and Pirtle and basically a pick that's going to likely convey into a second rounder for which on the Spurs is like, uh, you know, a top five pick. Sure. But yeah, sure. But but Kawhi is also two years younger than DeRozan. Like there's just, there's so many no brainer aspects to that trade. Mm -hmm. And the um, fact that his contract is actually cheaper than DeRozan's, yeah, and that afforded us to like they had to put Green in to add money back to us because we they were taking ridiculous. on more money, which is incredible. Yeah, it's just like he was a throw-in. I'm used to Masai kind of like capitalizing on weak franchises, but yeah. it was weird that the weak franchise happened to be the Spurs yeah. in this scenario. Yeah, I mean the Spurs. Yeah. I think like. The Spurs got what I think they wanted, which is essentially to put people in seats for Pop's last couple of years. Yeah, totally. That, and and, I, and like I do actually re- like understand that strategy from for their sure. organizational perspective. Yeah. I, I'm not a championship or bus guy at all because yeah. I think you're trying to relate 30 different franchises that have completely different setups. Yeah, for sure. So it's just not real in my mind. I think they're still going to be And I'll good. tell you. I'll tell you, like, yeah, I think they're going to be, they're going to win 55, 56 games. Like, without I think they're that cloud be awesome. of, without that cloud of Leonard, uh, and obviously, you know, you remember, like, we're a year removed from Popovich having to talk Aldridge away from wanting yeah. out of San Antonio himself mm-hmm. after having just gotten there. So, uh, besides the fact that Damar and Lamarcus are both, you know, huge mid range guys, their games, I think, could complement each other. And if they're kind of like one and one A, there's no guy that's, I mean, I, I wonder if those guys would end up, you know, feuding over whose team it is. But, you know, they're both fairly new to the team. Like this, in the whole five championship run of the Spurs, there's always been that clear best player has been there for years and years. And this is now a team of new stars mm-hmm. in a way. You know what I mean? Like Aldridge and DeRozan both run other teams three years ago. So I still, I think without the distractions and pop and, and, and the system there, I wouldn't be surprised if they won 56 games. Yeah, I agree. Last Raptors yeah. question for you guys. All right. Ennis. Is it why? the one I asked? Um, no. Oh, okay. That's coming later, though, I swear. Okay, good, good. Why aren't the Raptors the prohibitive favorite in the Eastern Conference to make the finals? Uh, because we got embarrassed so soundly uh, against Cleveland last year, whereas, you know, Philly went in strong, won that huge win streak, we swept out of the first round, and no one will say anything bad about it. Brad Stevens or the Celtics. And so, they have Gordon Hayward coming back. And so you're trying to Tyler. tell me we had such a pathetic showing in the playoffs in front of yeah. the biggest audience possible <laughs> and people yeah. are doubting us? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I mean, maybe it's just me being in the tub, but that sounds really reasonable. To me. Um, I, don't, I don't need people to think we're the favorite because I thought we're the favorite before and then me been, too. been uh, hit with the cold rinse of reality, if you will, which is very healthy to do after a hot bath, by the way. It just gets the, <laughs> You'd gets never the stop bringing it back up. to the bath, please. Get, uh, it gets the pores closed back up. It uh, gets your circulation going. The blood comes right <laughs> to the tip of the skin. And you can just go about Ooh, your day. Sir. Um, yeah. James, is there anything, I mean, not bath related, but is there anything yeah. that Ennis didn't cover? And if it's bath related that he didn't cover, fair enough. I mean, please do. Well, uh, just trying to move my head. Brain away from the bath, which is, yeah, you know, <laughs> which is hard. Job. It's hard. It's hard. It's tough. You know, there's. I'm just gonna say this once. There's room in here, guys. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh-huh. I heard. I thought I heard another voice in there. <laughs> okay, that's. I mean, everyone's. 
if you're at home and confused, listen, write hate mail to Matt because he loves playing this obscure clip of Boogie Cousins on the phone yeah. <laughs> saying bada bing bada boom in a hallway, it sounds like. So, the best Western in Little Rock, you know. Yeah. Anyway. I was um, insinuating that he was in the bath with Ennis. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. We're having a good time. We're, um, we're, just, we're just trying to keep his leg elevated. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, James. Uh, well, yeah, James. Why aren't the Raptors the prohibitive favorite in the East? Don't think about Boogie's leg in the back with Ennis. Um, I mean, uh, it's it's really because um, it's just like what. Okay, where who is reporting on this? Right, it's like right. ESPN. Uh, ESPN is a business that sells to a, mostly to America, and you know, like. Also, like if you look at like where NBA fans are in America, it's like you might live in Utah and love the Lakers or you might live in, you know, Delaware and love right. the Celtics. But nobody lives in San Diego and loves the Raptors. Exactly. And like maybe that'll start to change over time. But like we're still not there, even with our recent success, because we're kind of we've been like a Grizzlies or a Clippers or like one of these small market teams that's been pretty good for a while or the Suns, you know, but still not like a championship caliber team. Uh, but you know, I think like, I actually think it's like, we are so ridiculously stacked. Uh, I, you know, the Celtics are good, but they're not that good. They guys, they, 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 they like their success last year was based on so much luck. And there was a very, if you look at their, their, uh, margin, that they won, won mm-hmm. by in general is pretty low. And so that says it's like, you can either chalk that up to like Steven's genius and, and the last minute, which I think is true. He's really For good sure. at that, but it's also like some of those buckets just going in and some of them, you know, another year that would have been very possible. A lot of those buckets wouldn't have gone in. I think uh talented players that were unscoutable mm-hmm. is a big part of that too. Yeah. Cause you, when you got, when you got some really, really talented guys, yeah. like remember when Miami went on that run the year before mm-hmm. last, exactly. There's a bunch of players, but people are like, who's, Josh Richardson. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, he's awesome. Yeah. But you just haven't seen him that much. Yeah. And he's torching your team. Yeah. But next year you got him. And, and I think that's always a thing in the NBA. Exactly. And then don't get me started on Philly. Philly is a fucking joke. Like, I mean, Ooh, Embiid. And, and, no, they are. That, Embiid, take, that's a, that take is hotter than this bath water. <laughs> Embiid and Simmons are good players. Embiid could be especially really great. But right now, like, Simmons has been basically solved because he doesn't have a jumper. So, okay, you have to... Like, just cordoning them off. Guess who has a, a shitload of prim- a good, lengthy perimeter defenders? It's us. Yeah. But they, okay, their success last year was based on one having the ideal schedule to face tanking teams. Like Philly, uh, you mean Philly was. Yes. yes. They they like that that win streak. They yeah, it they, was... they beat one team over five hundred. I think during yes. that that streak is like. But the, you couldn't tell American media shit about that. Because yeah, they were I mean, like, oh, Philly's arrived. It's I'll like, say they beat the Hawks. They they yeah. they looked good in the Miami series. Yeah, they really did. Yeah, I think you mm-hmm. know beating any team in five games is is like for sure. It's, it's nothing to you know because like if you look at the Bucks Boston series, Boston barely got out of there. Yes. Um, yeah. So I think like the NBA is a matchup league. Yeah, totally. Ultimately, which is yeah, I mean, which is why we lost. But it, totally. It, but like Bellinelli and Ilyasova were vital to their success. Yeah. And yeah. they they don't like red. They still have Reddick, and Reddick's good. But, yeah, but they got Wilson Chandler, who's Wilson, kind of like yeah, a, you know, he's, he's got, a, for them. He's got mm-hmm. some skills. Yeah, but like like 
I don't know. I mean, and I, Fultz I, hopefully having if, like a if Fultz season. actually becomes like a good player, then uh, you know, I throw out everything I said because yeah. if he is Jason Kidd or whatever, like he was chalked up to be, you know, yeah. a, a more athletic Jason Kidd or something like that. Guys, I gotta say, I'm really shocked at your answers. I thought you were gonna tell me that. Um, I'm just kind of being delusional. But I do think the Raptors, in my mind, are the prohibitive favorite. But the only thing I'll say, um, first of all, I totally agree with, well, no, maybe not totally agree with Philly. I think they're the third best team, but I think it's like a big Pacers gap and, between I Boston think, and... Yeah, I think um, Pacers are just are right there with them, if not better than them. Pacers I'm not sure of, just because I think, you know, there's going to be the Oladipo book now. Right, like that's same true. with the scouting thing. That's Every true. team's going to be like, "All right, he's not surprising us again." And um, is Miles Turner actually going to take that next step? You know, like yeah. Yeah. last year was. It's not but, exactly. He didn't become the guy I think they were hoping he did when he would when George was traded, but obviously Oladipo did. So, right. but is he that guy? I, I think. But I, I think can, Boston's uh, really good, though. I, I I must say, like I do think the Raptors are better, mm. but I think that the the Boston. Boston's good. Just if I look, sure. I, I, when I try and play out the like different lineups, they can have. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, I yeah. really think there's a lot of good stuff going on. I think Kyrie and and Hayward are giant question marks, yeah, uh, particularly in terms of health. Mm-hmm. I but, also think there's a question mark to be to be had, and there's 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 pros and cons because if they all have their heads on straight, the experience and leadership that were sort of uh, imbued or you know absorbed by osmosis by Tatum and Rozier and Brown in that playoff series having to step up and being able to get that far. Mm-hmm. Either that's going to make it to the point where we, I can't believe I'm saying reintegrating, but putting Kyrie and, and Hayward back into that team could be trouble or it could be just fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I, it depends I, a lot on the management of egos. and. I'm erring on the goes. side of like mostly fine, but yeah. I do think that there's certain, you know, there's just player attributes. So like if you put yeah. Irving on the floor over Rozier, a team's yeah. defensive ceiling plummets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just that's just a yeah. like when you look at the see, and that's that's where it gets sneaky because Kyrie is is unequivocally the leader of that team, totally, and their best player. But if he's a some minus in one specific category, then you know what I mean. Then when do, does when do you when does he start saying like, well, I'm Kyrie Irving, I should be out there all the time? Like, how much do they all buy in, and how much of has Steven seen from the kids to be like, well, I'm not going to be shy about putting them in if they're playing better. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. He, he, there's so many tools on that team. Guys, we we got so much more to get to. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. We're uh, we're uh, heading over to the NBA. Matt, would you give me the sting? Okay, first things first. Matt, why don't you tell everyone uh, mm. something they don't know about Jared Bayless? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this Jared, is my favorite segment. Jared Bayless. So we're talking about the 2010 Raptors here, sure, right? Sure we are. Okay, listen to this stat that he did when he came over to the Raptors. Okay. In February of... One two- steal. No, sorry. No, February of 2000. <laughs> sorry, I'm being jerk. Don't ruin this, Freddie. Jared Bayless. Okay, so he recorded a double-double with 11 points and 10 assists against Charlotte, tying a career high by shooting 11 of 12 from the line. And he was the first NBA player to record a points, assists, double-double without a made field goal <laughs> since Magic Johnson did in 96. Okay, that's pretty That's, that's pretty impressive. That's actually Isn't that insane? Yeah. Okay. Not, a, not, not hitting or not attempting a field goal? 
He didn't hit any. He didn't make any oh any field goals, only wow. free throws. Not attempting wow. would be even cooler because you'd have to <laughs> keep yeah. faking like you're going to attempt. That's like truly really <laughs> foul. That really like that ice, would be really ice, impressive. Ice, you a, he just keeps kidding. It's like kind of like the ice cube fucked around and got a double double. It's like he was yeah, fucking did. around. Yeah. He would, you know. But Ice Cube's like, but I got a triple double. And yeah. Jerry Bellis is like, listen, the NBA is really hard. So yeah, exactly. I fucked around and got a double double. Okay. Yeah, I get a triple double. Jesus. Like, Today was a good day wore, for me wore, as well. Yeah. He um, wore 10 headbands that game. So that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He took off a headband yeah. <laughs> uh, every time he did something cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's a pretty vague question that I have a very distinct opinion about. Um, Ennis, I'll start with you. Is the Western <laughs> Conference overrated? Um, compared to the, to the, what, the Eastern conference, you know what? Let me just start with my opinion. I think the Western <laughs> conference is overrated and, and, and let me just kind of detail why. Hard-hitting questions you're asking yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, what, that's what, like, honestly, this is very therapeutic for me. So you guys just got to let me work out some shit here. Um, no, I think the West is so super top heavy, but I think the East beyond it's like, four or five teams that are just, I guess, perpetually in tank mode um, are all kind of trending up more than the Western Conference mm-hmm. teams. I think there's a mm-hmm. lot of Western Conference teams that have talent but are in some form of stagnation. I'm not that high on New Orleans. I'm not that high on San Antonio as far as, like, you know, being a really, really good team. There's only, like, it's basically, for me, Houston, maybe OKC, and no, Golden State that are, like awesome, awesome teams. OKC is really good. OKC is really good. Um, but, you know, I think the, the the Nuggets have some interesting stuff. The, the Blazers have interesting stuff. But in my mind, so does Washington. And I think there's a lot of Eastern Conference teams that would make the playoffs in the West. You know, I'm not totally convinced that oh. Indiana would not make the playoffs in the West. Oh, for sure. They definitely um, make the the, the, There's a bunch of teams that I think kind of just get dismissed because they're in, in the East. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I think people are really focused on the all-stars in the West. Mm-hmm. And that's where that um, love comes from. And I, I don't know. I think the Eastern Conference really is really good. I think Boston and Toronto could be both the in the top four of the NBA, if not the top three. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna go the opposite way and say no. I don't think they're overrated because if you look at um, the East performance against the West, and I guess we're looking right into the all the way to the playoffs and the finals. Um, aside from, I, I'm not, I can't go there with you that the Nuggets are or the, the the teams in the East that are as good as the Nuggets. Like you try to do. Who doesn't make the playoffs for you in the in the Western Conference? That's tough. Okay, that that's that's a question. Um... I was going like to bring up later, so but let's, easy to say. Let's, but I think they're connected, though, because honestly, day day by day, my answer could like the the Timberwolves might not make the playoffs, and they have Towns and Butler on their team, and you're mm-hmm. telling me they wouldn't finish top five in the East? You know I, what I mean? With that, with the depth they have and not. those two guys, they they they're bad. That's team. a good point with Minnesota specifically, but I guess yeah. I ha- I have them ranked a little bit different. I have Minnesota as kind of like a, like a six. Fifth lock in the West. Mm. Okay, but did J- James, you said they're a bad team. Yeah, well, they're like they're they're underperforming team is maybe a better way. Yeah, to put I mean, it. yeah, that's definitely because the case, I think cat like they 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 can't get the best out of their players, and they they don't you know Thibodeau's maybe got some kind of blood vendetta against all NBA players, and and he expresses it by trying to kill them. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> over a season. Yeah, right. Uh, so like you know like I like. I don't know. It's sort of like 
how much potential do you see ultimately per conference? Uh, you know, I mean, that's kind of where I'm coming from yeah. because I feel I've always been too high on Washington. Um, but no, I think like Miami. Nah, Miami. Um, like, When's that going to stop, by the way? When is that Washington like? My Does confidence or like in general? More? The Dwight no, Howard. Um, in general, your confidence with Washington. Uh, I really, really, really like, I think Porter's overpaid, but I love <laughs> the wall Beal Porter setup. I think it's perfect. Yeah. And I think that they have some good role players and I think Howard is whatever. I no, think he could do stuff that's he could good. Also destroy or he team. could just basically get thrown away halfway through the year and they could pick up yeah. some center, like we were talking about centers before. Mm. They could pick up some right. center that's a rim runner and, and, and now that, they just need someone who doesn't need the ball. Yeah. I know that's not Howard. But, but um, if you look at the seven, eight, nine teams in the East, we're looking at what? Miami, Detroit, Charlotte. Okay, wait. Yeah, and then and then in the West it's like maybe Portland doesn't make it, maybe the Spurs don't make it, maybe uh, no, the Nuggets I, don't make it. Like, there's so many teams in there. See, that, I'm more so looking at like the Pelicans nuggets, and the Nuggets Clippers, and the Clippers, Grizzlies. Hey, yeah, the Nuggets made the, the Nuggets made the playoffs last year, right? or they didn't? No, they, they were in the ninth. Last... Yeah, right. And they Utah missed Millsap for like half the season. Yeah, that's what, you know what I mean. What so, about Utah? Do you look at Utah as being definitively better than you know Philly? I don't. No, who no, said that? definitely not. No, but I mean, like, they Philly's going to be third, and p- people are predicting Utah's third in the West, I fourth think, in the West. I yeah. Think, I think, so, now the Jazz, the Jazz or the Lakers. Other, the Jazz, the Jazz are, good, are my but, other team, but I don't, right. you know, I think that, I think Jazz it all like, depends on Mitchell because they really came together and played better than anybody thought. And now I bet, you know, on some level, don't you wonder if Gordon Hayward was like, geez, maybe I made a mistake. Could you imagine if that team still had Hayward on it? Yeah. Like, yeah. And they could have drafted Mitchell. Like, it's nuts. But I, I don't know. I, I like Mitchell, but I, I like the Jazz, but I think that there's – that's the thing is there's so much potential on all those teams. Like Jokic can take games over from the center position in Denver and do things that no other player in the league can do. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a guy like that on every team out there. Okay. Thought exercise. Oh, sorry, James, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's hard to say in some respects because there's been a lot of changes. Uh, here's one thing I'll say that is my like hottest take, which is that like I don't hotter think, than the Philly take. I don't think the Warriors are going to win this year. Woo! Yeah. Oh, like that that yeah, coincides. That's wonderful. That yeah. coincides with my take, which yeah. was well, you, you come get in this tub. <laughs> yeah, we're all getting in the tub because I what said that nice they're only going to win take. two championships with Durant. I'm yeah. sticking by it. Yeah, I, I I I just think they're worn out. Like they played. They're not so like. With the exception of LeBron James, who is, you know, uh, more evolved life form, like they have played uh, basically a whole other season. The core of that team has played a whole other season over the last four years. And Durant carried them this year. He did. Like Steph is is amazing. There's lots of injuries. There's lots of injuries. Iguodala looks older. Exactly. Draymond looks older. Yeah. Um, They're not going to win. But that's just, you're just describing aging though. Fair sure, enough. but aging is, 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 well, you know, yeah. it's a reality. Listen, just because you're in a bath that's keeping you young <laughs> yeah. doesn't yeah. mean you get to have the definitive hammer of an opinion on age. Can you not, okay? can you not tell people about my cocoon bath? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, all right, let's, let's do this thought exercise. So yeah. uh, order these teams one through four. Um, oh I'll, I'll do it first, uh, just so you guys have a second to think, um, in terms of likelihood to make the playoffs. Mm, so okay. San Antonio, Detroit, Cleveland, Denver. My order of those teams, mm-hmm. um, as far as the likelihood to make the playoffs, is San Antonio, mm-hmm. Detroit, mm-hmm. Denver, mm-hmm. Cleveland. Mm, I mean, San Antonio is a clear number one there. I don't think that is like, okay. it's not, 
Because, but, and I think Cleveland's a clear number four. Like I think okay. people who say that Cleveland is like still got a shot. It's like, well, no, they don't. I mean, well, Ke- see, I think the East is a bit better than people realize, and I think that's kind of why they're saying, "Oh, Cleveland's got a shot." It's like, hey, if you look at like you know, again. I know Miami's not great, but they're yeah. not bad either. No, I mean, uh, Cleveland, I think, here's my dark prediction for this okay. year. Uh-oh. Kevin Love Ooh. gets another concussion and is done for his career. Wow. So it's not like a knuckle push-up thing where he breaks his hand again? <laughs> <laughs> you did it again, <laughs> sir! <laughs> I don't know what doctor I am yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. but <laughs> sir! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Kevin Kevin Love makes the Cavs doctor call him sir. What's yeah. the big deal? Yeah, he's like, and the what guy's just like? a naturally exasperated fellow. So. Yeah, yeah. If you were the, sir, I mean, if you were the Cavs, if you were uh, the Cavs doctor, you might be uh, feel that way, I guess. Yeah, but uh, no, I mean, I think like I, Cleveland is is gonna be just awful, and they like. They're making such terrible decisions uh, still. I mean, I actually. So you're not one of the people who thinks they sign love to kind of like make sure they have value to trade love? Because uh, a lot of people are saying that's that probably it's a reason- part of that's a, a reasonable perspective. Like a, it's an asset management thing. Yeah. I mean, oh, yes, absolutely. That's a big yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a reasonable perspective. I don't know that they're going to do that. But, it's, but if it's, they come out of the gate and they've won, you know, they're, they've won 10 games through December, then he's definitely a goner, as is anybody else they can move, I think. Yeah. But the, and then there's a question yeah. of what the return they can get for him is also because that contract is not good. Yeah. Do you think other teams see that contract is not good, though? Because I feel like that's what he would get. Is, like, as, I mean, the number one guy. I think smart teams would see it as not good. It's a yeah. question, like, like it's kind of a, it's very similar to the Blake, Blake Griffin contract. It's yeah. not as bad, maybe. Like, who but, needs an offensive? The thing is, he's a remarkable three point shooter. He is. So that yeah. is kind of like opens up like some stuff for him. But yeah, I think that maybe is still you know maybe maybe not a trade this year for Love. He, but he's I think so it, banged up. It's hard to imagine that in four years he'll be worth whatever it is, $27 million or $25 million. It's a pretty hefty contract. Yeah. You know what? I got to be honest. I think when I thought that when LeBron went, I was like, oh, well, love's going to go. So, like when we traded for Kawhi, I don't remember if the deal, the love contract was after we got Kawhi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like they signed him after. I was honestly thinking like we still have guys. We could maybe trade for somebody else and thought of, I wondered, you know, to myself in the tub at the time <laughs> if uh, if love would be a fit here because he seemed like no, hey man I, 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 I kind of don't know why Cleveland I know you're saying about asset management but couldn't they have gotten a lot for him like but now you know what I mean like yeah. as they're trying to get out from under yeah like really really rebuild you got I'm, Sexton you got you know you still have Tristan and JR and guys that make too much money to be role players on a team that doesn't have a guy they can build around I think my problem is, uh, you know, I'm trying to present rational thought for Dan Gilbert. Yeah, not who not wrote a hate <laughs> letter in comic songs. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, think, do you think it's like that's my first like problem, when, I guess? Is it like when the Heat signed Bosch after LeBron and Wade? Yes. You know, very kinda, similar. I mean, the Heat, I guess, had a better core. Like they could still have made a playoff team if. Um, did they make the playoffs after LeBron left? Um. Yeah. 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 So um, they did it with Bosch because they still had well, Wade. Wade right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think um, it's kind of my answer has got to be the same unless I'm uh, making fun of the project, which normally I would do. But are honestly, you making I'm fun of my project? No, you're uh, you're you're your exercise. Sorry, I'm getting my words. <laughs> oh, up. wow. Did I mention um, I'm in the tub? <laughs> OK, is it Denver? Um, is then Denver's second and Detroit's third. I mean, I think Denver's third because the West is tougher for me. See, oh, I, yeah, I, I, I guess I'm kind of having like a wishy washy opinion here. But like if I'm 
kind of really trying to articulate is that I think that there will be there there will be more contenders mm-hmm. in the Eastern Conference than there will be in the West, mm-hmm. and I think that the West after basically Houston OKC mm-hmm. has a bunch of slightly better than average teams. Wow. Um, and mm-hmm. I think, but I think there's more of those teams all the way to 10 yeah. than there is in the East. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess like, for instance, if the Raptors were playing the Blazers or New Orleans, yeah. I wouldn't be scared. That's true. That's true. Um, but, or I think for, for me to like really be like, oh shit, this team's going to be a handful. Mm-hmm. It's basically, okay. I'm looking at well, Austin, OKC. Golden State, OKC, or Houston. OKC is a terrible matchup. It's, for the it's funny. It's funny that you're saying OKC and not Utah because Utah handled OKC just fine in the playoffs. But it's, last year. Yeah. it's a matchup thing. I thought that was a matchup thing too because I mean I think we've all been robbed of uh, OKC Golden State because mm. I think if any I think Russ could eliminate Golden State <laughs> yeah, himself. Oh my god! Like, and and I'm have... not. I think Curry's better than Russ, but I just think Russ is a maniac. It's also like the... I would watch every second. Of oh, that I think series. he'd be like he'd pin Curry down and just sweat yeah. on him. It's also get yeah. you had Mello and, and no Mello, you have Roberson. It yeah, uh, it, it would yeah. be a different a different series. Um, well. Yeah, and they have they have uh, Schroeder too as the back. Like I mean, he's yeah. Oh, be, Schroeder! I no, forgot about no, that. No, yeah. the, the return of Noel Nerlens. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. The, the Thunder are great. Actually, I'm excited about the Thunder. Yeah. James, most underrated player in the NBA is. Mm. Doesn't have to be like a superstar. It could be any way you determine underrated. Uh, it's uh, Pascal Siakam. I love that choice. Yeah. Because, wow. I mean, he's the fastest guy in the NBA yeah. or something. Uh, no, he, I think, is incredible. Yeah, that's he's a great cool. answer. Yeah. Um, I'm, all, I'm, I'm a massive Siakam fan. Yeah. So, um, Ennis, who's the most underrated player in the NBA? Uh, I'm going to go. I had a debate during that Thunder Jazz series with friends of mine about um, who you'd rather start it. I mean, I started the question and was resoundingly ridiculed. Nice. Um, but uh, I posed the question, but uh, who would you rather start a team around, build a team around Westbrook or Rudy Gobert? Uh, and to be honest with you, I think Rudy Gobert would be the better person to start building a team around because what he does I agree. is mm-hmm. so unique and so uh, unparalleled and the level to which he does it. He doesn't have a three-point shot, sure, but he does everything else. He's Ben Wallace for today's game. That's true. Like he's long, he's fast, he's gigantic. Mm-hmm. But he's not lumbering. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He can actually get out and help on the perimeter and get back in time and swat a shot. Like he, he's doing things in that in that game. Like I think his offense is going to get even better now that Mitchell's. You know, like he's going to come along for that ride. I think Rudy Gobert might be the best player no one talks about ad nauseum in the in the game of basketball. I like it. That's a good answer. I like it a lot. Mine yeah. is and Brandon... Rudy. Rudy's here with me too. He's nodding. Hey Rudy. Mm-hmm. Mine is Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. So oh. here's why I say that. I think mm. people think he's good and he's going to get better. Mm. But when I look at him, I see a superstar in mm. the making. And I think that he looked had a bit of a deer in headlights with that, you know, first disaster. I think it was like his rookie year was the first year without Kobe. It was just a mess. Yeah. Second and year. And- oh, yeah, exactly. That team is and he looked good last year. He looked like a nice second year player. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, you know, LeBron makes everyone better. But I can't remember a time ever where LeBron has had access to someone who he can implement. Like, I, I think he's just gonna have gonna be the best sponge ever in LeBron's career, mm. and I think he's gonna use that and not go back. Hmm. Like, I I don't, I don't know. I I just think Ingram 
has the potential to be like a special player. And I think LeBron's going to bring that out of him. Interesting. I think it's great. Funny that you use the word sponge because I'm using the best sponge of my career. (laughs) Nice. Right. Right now, the impact, the influence it's having on my exfoliation is just through the roof. I mean, people want to know about the bath, but we got to keep this train moving. So, uh, Matt, why don't you give me another sting? Okay, we're gonna do some uh, we're gonna do some rapid fire questions here, um, but it's me, and uh, I read them in a very meandering fashion, so they're not exactly rapid fire. Um, <laughs> Gentle fire. Listen, I'm just being honest, okay? Uh, Will but, called you out on that, and it really affected you. Oh man! <laughs> Every time Will Weldon does the podcast, he just cuts me deep. Um, but it usually helps build me build my character. Uh, we're we're doing it on a on a Tuesday, and it comes out on a Wednesday every week um and we're back by the way every week but uh we're only really doing that because will shame me on the podcast <laughs> i was like why is it always that different times so, and then i didn't have an answer for that um so uh he, he has so little just let him complain yeah yeah oh wow well if you're listening to this i'm sure you're not you're um, damn right he is you're damn, <laughs> you're right, damn he is. right he is yeah. and he's in those smaller bath than you probably yeah. um he's he filled some water in the standing only shower but yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's uh i don't even know how that works Jeez. but um okay so uh first thing put first, like a tupperware container on the train and Thanks for walking us through that. Uh, (laughs) um, Matt, I don't even remember who the last player is, so I'm just going to take a wild guess from 2010. Why don't you tell us something we we don't know about? Oh, it's not Carlos Delfino. Who no. is it? Sonny Weems. Sonny Weems. Money dreams. Oh. Um, <laughs> tell us tell us something we don't know about Sonny Weems. And it better not be that he won a dunk off in Russia. No. Okay. <laughs> um, this is a crazy fact about him, actually. Did you know that he had cleft feet? He was born with cleft feet. Is that when you have six toes? No, it's like when sometimes you're born without some toes and like it kind of splits into a V. Okay. So I don't know what... So is this like, like a Michael Phelps thing? What's going no, on, dude? No, like he... Essentially, people who are born with cleft feet, they're told they may never walk. Oh, shit. Oh so God. not only did he learn to walk, run, and dunk, but he can also That's... tap dance. No, I didn't. <laughs> so shame on me. Yeah. Shame on me for trying to joke about cleft feet. Yeah. You know, no, it's, you really it's ran a right serious thing, yeah. But it's, that, isn't that insane that I he... I didn't want to make a joke about that. That's like almost yeah. more impressive than any other MVP I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. It's like incredible. Honestly, Jared Bayless, you fucked around, <laughs> but you didn't do it with cleft feet. Yeah. So piss off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just kidding. Uh, actually, I'm a big fan. I watched Gunner for that number one spot. Anyway. Um, okay, let's uh, let's hit up the uh, rapid fire questions, Matty. All right. I don't know what I was thinking. Okay, you wanted that. That's what yeah, you that's wanted. That's what I wanted. Uh, James, going to start with you. Okay. Only rule is answer as fast as you can. Okay. Um, Matt, obviously you're involved. Okay. Okay. So, this question's coming from Gary Rideout Jr. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. This is hilarious uh, because I, James, you have to answer the question, and I didn't read it beforehand. <laughs> James, ask Ennis when he first fell in love with the Golden State Warriors. When did you first fall in love with the Golden State Warriors? Okay, listen, let's just put this to bed right now. The <laughs> Thunder were playing the Warriors in the first game after Durant left the Thunder to play for Golden State. We have a Raptors group on Facebook. I put up a little game thread and said I was excited about it. I guess the Warriors, this was after they'd won their 72 games or whatever. And, um, and then someone just said, oh, I didn't know you were a huge Warriors fan. <laughs> 
and then it just grew from there. So every time anything about the Warriors is posted on that group, everyone says I'm the greatest Golden State Warriors fan. They and it's killing me slowly every single day, and I have to go into a, <laughs> wow. a nice warm tub in my mind <laughs> okay. just to remember to treat it as a joke. So you hear that, so folks? I guess it's, so I guess around uh, October of 2015 is when I first started loving the Warriors. <laughs> All right, so let's put it to bed here, okay? Ennis loves the Golden State Warriors, and shame on him. Matt, I got a question for you. Okay, here we go. It's coming from Tom Moshner. Damn it! Um, whoops. Okay, I really should read these. He said, just be funny and talk about the Raptors for fuck's sakes. Uh, okay. Um, all right, now this one's coming from Jonathan Yam. Uh, this is for you, Matt. Uh, who oh. makes the all-time Raptors all-hair team? Uh, obviously, Zantabak's crew cut is going to hold it down at center. So we don't need an all-team, but maybe let's go around. Let's pick our favorite haircut. Matt, what's your, who's your favorite Raptor haircut? Um, I, I like the, the wildness that was Bebe's. All right. Ennis? Yeah, the long weekend. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> that's a good name, too. That was his nickname, right? That's, that's, a, good, that's a good one. Bruno, Bruno, Bruno gave him that nickname. His best contribution to the Raptors was uh, calling him the long weekend. Uh, I mean, you know, I was a big fan of Jason Capono's hair because it looked like an action figure. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Gravis Vasquez. I love that weird mullet. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm into that yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm Latino. Very hey, European. Uh, um, James, favorite uh, haircut? It's, it's, a, it's a lot of... Uh... A lot of low lights when I started to think back on it. You're like, I guess I like all the buzz cuts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. Who did? Did anyone ever have like actually like what I would call like a really good hair? I'm sure. Actors? I mean, Merg JV's like bowl J- cut yeah, head. I like that. That's probably that was what I was thinking. Of. James is going with JV. Yeah. All right, Ennis. Uh, another question from Jonathan. Yeah. Oh God. Um, Kawhi Leonard will play blank games this season. Mm-hmm. And average blank points and blank rebounds and blank assists. Fill in those, fill in okay. those gaps. Kawhi Leonard will play uh, 95 games this season. <laughs> nice. Okay. He will average, you see where I'm going with this. Oh, yeah. He yeah. will average uh, 27 points a game. Very efficiently, yeah. What else What else is there? Assists? Rebounds, assists, yeah. I'll go uh, rebounds, I'll say eight, and assists, I'll go five. 27, 8, and 5. Okay. Wow. 95 games, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Optimism. Yeah. James. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this one's coming from Jonathan. No, so it's another question, baby. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Kawhi is apparently a big fan of Wingstop. Mm. What wing places in Toronto would you recommend to him? Uh, hmm. Well, it depends how, how real Puckin serious. No. Yeah, I mean. No, it's got to be a that, good good spot. Is that, uh, what's it called? There's like a weird pub that's on, uh, it's like Young and Bloor. Or Crown and Dragon. More. Crown and Dragon. Yes. yes. Their wings are excellent. Dragon's Breath, it's a, baby. It's a weird, yeah. it's a weird pub. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. kind of the yeah. after Canadian Tire closes crowd. Yeah. Oh, and after, uh, yeah, there'll be, some co- there'll be some cops hanging out there drinking <laughs> some Molson. Canadian Tire closes. That's incredible. <laughs> Listen, Tuesdays and Thursdays, half price wings. You got to check it out. It's good. I mean, if he wants to get famous, he needs to get in bed with Duff's pronto. Yeah. Yeah, right. totally. Duff's is a big brand. Yes. I know um, I know it wasn't my question, but. No, it's, no okay. It's fair. Yeah. Fair and it's like chill, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Matt. Sorry, the, the tub's getting cold. Matt, this is from Yao. Um, early picks to to be on each all-star team. Carmelo and Houston work. Oh, you kind of threw in some questions here. So, uh, you know, we'll save the all-star stuff for another time. But um, is Carmelo and Houston going to work, Matt? Um, yeah, I do. I think it's going to work. I think he's going to come off the bench for the first time in his career. And uh, I think he's going to love it. 
All right. Um, we got another weird <laughs> meta question because it's involving Ennis. Um, uh. This is from Ennis to Ennis. Um, does sitting in the window seat on a plane automatically give you full rule over the window being up or down and why? Um, I think. I hope you have an answer. Like I do. I do. I think it makes because I because I, I asked this because there are people who don't do it this way and I think they're wrong. I think uh, sitting in the window seat gives you the responsibility of the sunlight. But if you look at it as uh, a republic and the people in your row are your uh, constituents, if you look at it that way, you're not the lord of the window seat. You're the president of the window seat, if you will. So, wow. Yeah, that was yeah, very, that was very enlightening. So, yeah, um, with great power, window operating power, comes great responsibility. Absolutely. Okay. Reading the room. James, we're staying meta here because <laughs> okay. this question's coming from Menace. Let's do it. <laughs> um, I got a good one, actually, he says. <laughs> if Kawhi doesn't stay, what do we do next? This is a great question. And, and I want to uh, just does the answer change if we reach the finals this season or somehow win? Okay, uh, it definitely changes. Yes. Uh, I'm going to try and answer this question as fast as possible. So uh, if we he makes if we make it to the finals, I would say that we have a strong chance of keeping him. If he uh, wins a championship, I think he almost definitely yes with the exception if basically the u.s media like assassinates us and just like poorly represents yeah. can't, toronto so badly that like he is like i have no choice here mm -hmm. because i did something amazing and there was no coverage so what do we do uh it, so if he if he leaves uh well if we i think if we don't if, if we don't make the finals i think he probably leaves unless again he gets that shoe deal right. while he's here i think the lakers thing is like you know, was basically that he wants to get to a $200 million shoe deal and who wouldn't. Uh, so what do we do if he's gone? Uh, yes. So I think that it's the, the thing I find really hard about that question is it all pivots on how good OG and Pascal are because you, can you really tank with if, okay, say we get rid of all those guys that are on the, the shorter salary, the shorter contracts, mm -hmm. JV, Lowry, uh, Serge, Surge. we already got rid of DeMar. Uh, that, that team's still good, you yeah. know. Like that, I totally agree. It's it's actually a pretty pretty tough thing. It would take years to tear down this team. Yeah, and I, I so I think that you have to kind of like uh, Mavericks it the way they did last year or the Grizzlies did last year of like very consciously tanking, like just <laughs> on like a you know bring in like the G Leaguers, yeah. like you have like the set the record for number of G League players just to play in, during the year and like shut down OG with send him to like. I don't know some place that he would like happily be. I don't know the Supreme Store or something like that uh, for games. <laughs> you can like wait in line for the, the big yeah. drops and whatnot. I just want to say this is the best <laughs> rapid fire that we've ever done because my question or Ennis's question and James's answer went through two full Who Wants to Be a Millionaire tracks because <laughs> I saw Matt restart it. Okay, Matt, this one's coming from Andre. Uh, what game on the schedule are you most excited for? Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, well, obviously, DeMar's return. Yes. Great. Great it's answer. Gonna be, yeah. And your on. answer was great, it's too, gonna James. It's going to be so emotional for you guys. Um, it will be. Okay. Ennis. Yeah. I, which? Yeah, this question isn't by you. Um, it's from Andre. Uh, which assistant coach are you excited for sideline interviews? 
I don't know any of these guys. I have to opt out of that one. I mean, whoever's the most relaxed, I think that's what I'm going to really <laughs> well, go with. You know what I mean? Jonathan, Someone who seems like they've had a nice soak. Jonathan said uh, <laughs> Scariolo, and I'm going to go with that because it's that, it's that guy from Spain and Scariolo. Like maybe it'll be scary. Um, <laughs> so sorry about that awful joke. Uh, okay, James. Uh, this one's from Tristan. How many minutes into the season do the Lakers have their first meme? Well, like it's already happened, has it not? Yes. Yeah. So, but like let's mine... just say you got to wait till the whistle happens. Okay. Uh, Thirty seconds, less than one minute. Like honestly, like I don't know. That team is. We, that we do a whole. I get to happily come back and talk about that yeah. team because that and team is a, a, a fucking joke. That's for sure. Like LeBron, yeah. just like not high fiving uh, Lavar. Yeah. Know what yeah, I mean? It's, exactly. it's going to be the tunnel exactly. and not high five him. Meme. Yeah. Um, okay, Matt. This one's from Ian. Did Ennis talk to Kim.com for research? Let's <laughs> skip that. That's nobody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you know what? He's a guest. We've got to skip the yeah. question. Sorry, Ian. Um, not every question gets the light of day here. Um, okay. Uh, Ian, I'll, Ian, I'll write to you directly and answer that question. Yeah, Ian, you've really upset Ennis in a bath. Freddie, uh, let me ask you a question. Sure. On the Raptors. Yes. If there's one player that is going to, you know, really have an Skateboard issue. Skateboard around town. It's oh, no, no, no. Just who is going to collide with Kawhi and not get along with him the most on the Raptors? I'm going to say OG because it's going to be nonstop staring contests. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Perfect. Uh, and it's come back to you here. If there was a celebrity dunk contest, who would you want in there? Oh wait! What city is this? Is the contest in? Um, let's say um, Tokyo. You know what I would like? Oh well, you just—I I, don't know. I, it's in, I was I was bluffing. But you know what I would like? I would like a uh, six foot and under only dunk contest in the NBA dunk contest. Okay, that would be fun. I get like you know you get you get <laughs> Kyle in there. You get everybody that's yeah, all got, the point guards. Got to bring Nate Fred, Robinson Fred back be in there. Yeah, you know there's there's maybe let's say under six three. Everybody under 6'3 gets their own separate dunk contest in the NBA. Dunk mm. contest. <laughs> Guys, I'm just spitballing here from the okay. comfort. And, we, and have one more, we have one more question, but there's also a comment from Matthew. I would start digging into Ennis Esmer's personal life. If you need any dirt, message me. <laughs> um, so that's just a comment. That's um, from Matt Sleep. Uh, okay, this is also not a question, but uh, maybe maybe you got something to say about it, James. Uh, Lane says... Talk about how awesome it would be if the season started today. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it'd be relatively Honestly, awesome. Raptors that's the fans, cutest, I know. That's the cutest all, suggestion yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, it would be good. I, I, yeah, I it would be good, about, right? On the other hand, it's like, uh, does that mean that the finals are sooner or the, the season is longer? Because I don't really want the season to be longer. Yeah, it, start, it starts more, today and the games are all seven days apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, no, like yeah, a full premiership. Yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of awesome. Uh, yeah. that's, be, that's an acceptable answer yeah, to that question. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be nice if only they, they, they could, so they could stop photoshopping new teams' jerseys onto guys on Instagram and actually have pictures of them in their new jerseys. Yeah, oh, I thought you said new. <laughs> I thought you said nude jerseys, and I was like, okay, what's going? This bath, there's like, there's been to too many rose refills. Yeah. <laughs> um, everybody, that was the podcast. Thank you all oh. so much for listening. Uh, Fantastic. Go to iTunes, subscribe, share with people. Yeah, take I'll, us to work with you. Yeah, take us to work with you. Download, you know, 
Um, click the browser a couple times. Uh, James, you got anything going on? Is there any boozy fade uh, shows? I mean, I got a lot. You, you got a lot, got a lot going, going on. on. I got a podcast called Catch Up. You know, uh, check that out if you like hip hop or iTunes? if you're curious about it. iTunes, Podbean, cool. all that stuff. Uh, so I've got, this comes out tomorrow. It's coming yeah. out tomorrow. So yeah. uh, DJing the Drake for Manifesto on Thursday. Awesome. Doing a panel on Saturday for Manifesto about rap music and cool. rappers singing and what that's all about. Got a party on Saturday night called uh, 2012 A Rap Odyssey. So if it's going back to 2012, just all throwbacks that's to that awesome. year. Uh, got Boozy Fade. If you've never been to one of those parties of Parts and Labor, a uh, week Friday, uh, you got to come. If you haven't been, or if you've been, come again. I'm going to come for the first time, hopefully, this Friday. Oh, my God. Yeah. You'll, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, and lastly, I'm uh, presenting a screening of Love and Basketball at the TIFF Lightbox uh, last Thursday of the month. Uh, so if you like teen comedies and that are a bit wholesome and, and basketball... Well, shit, man, you got a lot yeah. of cool stuff going on. Yeah. It's a busy month. Um, we'll, we'll, awesome. we'll post all your social media links uh, so people can follow. And... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, Ennis, uh, I know you're in New York filming. Um, yeah, I'm uh, working on a TV show called Blind Spot. It's uh, it'll be premiering on NBC uh, October 12th. If you like um, high octane FBI procedurals, then I have the answer for you. 8 awesome. PM on Friday nights. You sneakity bastards in there or what? What's that? I mean, I'm trying. I definitely <laughs> yeah. am trying, but yeah. um, they they get me to cover up a lot. But uh, <laughs> Ennis, uh, more the, the thing that I'm most excited about. Yes, go ahead. Sorry, no, I was just gonna say, do they shoot that show in Toronto as well? No, it's just shot in New York. I oh. actually moved here for the, the duration of the, the season. Oh, nice. Um, this year. So That's um, really cool. I, I'm, I'm feeling very jealous of missing out on all these boozy fight events. Come have some in New York. That'd be fun. We should. But the main thing I want to plug, speaking of podcasts, is uh, Freddie and I, you noticed we had that question about yeah. the window seat on a plane. <laughs> uh, Freddie and I are pleased to announce at an undisclosed date up to this point, uh, the premiere episode of our new podcast, Head in the Clouds. Head in the Clouds. Freddie and I, uh, from the comfort of the Maple Leaf Lounge in uh, downtown Calgary, uh, record podcasts talking about all issues aviary. That's right. Uh, whether it's about planes, helicopters, birds, or just leaping tall buildings in a single bound. <laughs> Uh, we'll, you know, we'll you know what I do? I get tomato juice when they ask what you want to drink. That's what you're supposed I, to do. You, where else do you get tomato juice? Are you right? And I think it's right? kind of weird. Stay um, tuned for our, our, our first episode. We'll be discussing my radical theory of adults-only planes. Oh, so such that's, a good that's idea. coming up first. I like that. That's such yeah. a good idea. Oh, I'm ready for the smart, inverse, too. Like, oh my God. Babies smart. only? You know what I mean? Ba like, yeah, kids, the uh, chaos. Yeah. Just like babies, me. no seatbelts, <laughs> yeah. like high-octane yeah. plane stuff. Um, baby, baby pilots too soon. Too <laughs> yeah, soon. no, it's, it's about good. ready. Okay. Oh, also, I have to, I have to deprune because my whole body's a giant wrinkle. Right. Listen, so, yeah, <laughs> you've been in the, you've been in the bath too long. Yeah, um, and, it is freezing in here. Yeah, go, go take care of yourself. I'm gonna go play some basketball. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. Anna, Thank I love you, guys. you. James, James, I love you too. It's a pleasure. Matt, I love you too. Hey, thanks you too, buddy. Bye, everybody. Hello. Anyone around here speak basketball? There it is. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast.